0: Life Management Science Labs would like to acknowledge that we live and produce this podcast on the traditional lands of the Wurundjeri people. We'd also like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the lands of our listeners and our international colleagues. We'd like to pay our respects to their elders, past, present, and emerging. Hi, and welcome to Self Improvement Atlas, the personal science insights podcast produced by LMSL, the Life Management Science Labs. We are champions of life management science, providing structured insights informed by science and inspired by practice on key aspects of conscious living. Each week, we bring you scientific and practical insights on each element with the expert knowledge of professionals in the field. I'm Marie Stella, your host from Melbourne, Australia. Let's start the show. Welcome back to the show. Today we're delving into a fascinating and often overlooked aspect of our daily lives. The impact that clothing has on our mood and confidence. I mean, we all know that what we wear can make a statement about our personal style, but did you ever stop to wonder how it might influence your emotions, self-esteem and even your overall well-being. In this episode we are speaking to Natalia Macri, stylist and founder of Style & You, a styling service in Sydney to learn more about the intricate relationship between clothing and our state of mind. Hi Natalia, how are you going today? Hi Marie, how are you? Fine, thank you. I'm well, thank you. (laughs) That's great to hear. So I'm keen to hear, as a stylist, what's the most common goal or problem that clients
1: come to you with? Uh, Well, generally it is uh, for the client that comes to me, they want to uh, um, enhance their uh, personal style, uh, find out what their actually style is, um learn about their budget shape and also help them to find um a a selection of clothing that they can wear over and over um, again and also um wardrobe detox is one of the most requested um, services that i provide where i would just go to a client's house and we go through their wardrobe and then without everything that doesn't feed or doesn't work for them so just leaving them with a with an organized and uh, fantastic wardrobe that they enjoy every day.
0: Now that's a great preface for our topic today but before we get started we'd like to get to know you a bit better. This is Have You Met Natalia Makri. So what do you do in your
1: spare time? Oh, In spare time? Um, Well, I actually have a little one, a three and a half years old daughter, so this is my spare time pretty much, apart from work.
0: (laughs) Fair (laughs) enough. Yeah, that does take a lot of time. Uh, What are your favorite activities to do with her?
1: Well, we go to the park, to the beach, go bike uh, bike riding and, um, you know, anything that three and a half um, old would enjoy it to be honest to be, I don't have any yeah. choice in that so That's and, but we do something every yeah. day
0: so that is adorable I am highly envious that you know I, I just imagine she has the nicest wardrobe or the cutest outfits ever um, with you as a mom um, so do you read any books
1: Uh, Yes, uh, I love motivational self-improvement books and something that I generally can learn from. And uh, my favorite book so far has been The Secret. I mean, I read it years ago since it's been launched on the market. And I just love that it teaches about positive thinking, law of attraction, manifesting your dreams, and the power to make it all happen, which we all have um, within us. And I think this book uh, has a very powerful message to all of us.
0: That sounds excellent and very inspirational. Um, What's a film that you'd recommend to viewers?
1: Well, generally, I love uh, movies uh, based on real life stories. They really move and inspire me. And one of the latest ones, actually, that I watched is called True Spirit. It is a movie about Jessica Watson, who at age 16 became the youngest person to sail around the world solo. And she happened to be Australian too. Cool. Um, what's your favorite thing about this film? Well, first of all, I think someone I actually guess she was all my body when I talk about it. It's is just so inspirational because somebody at the age of 16 actually can have the guts, to be honest, to to go around the world solo. And um, this girl had no fear and it's a a wonderful story of near-death experience at the end of her her journey and how she came through and actually proved that anything is possible.
0: That does sound really motivational. Um, Is there a podcast that you listen to?
1: Yeah, so I actually start uh, listening to postca- uh, podcast just um, not long ago. And my favorite one is The Gold Digger. Mind you, it's not gold, go, <laughs> which is a business and marketing podcast that full of actionable business tips for success in business and life in general. And I really enjoy it. That sounds really useful. I have to check that out as well. Um, is there someone that you
0: look up to a lot in life?
1: Um, I don't have a specific person, just um, like somebody who I worship, for example. But I love uh, three um, women, actually. they are, I find them very inspirational. Uh, first is Chanel, you know, again, you know, because I'm in this space and industry. Um, Madonna and Victoria Beckham as well. And mainly because they are very strong women, which I admire a lot, and who support and empower women, first of all. And they deliver a strong message to all females around the world to stand up for themselves, to have your own opinion and voice and um, the power to be reckoned with. And I find it very, very inspirational. I
0: agree with you there. And I think my one of my personal uh, favorite famous women, if you will, is Taylor Swift. She mm-hmm. has just come a long way with, her business acumen and her marketing strategies. And it's really something um, I love to follow as well. So that is very interesting. Um, Now, the first question that we like to ask during our interviews is how would you define personal development?
1: Well, for me, personal development is a continuous uh, process development and becoming who you want to be learning about your strengths and weaknesses and potentially overcoming the latter and become the best version of uh, yourself because, um, that's, that's what I think personal development is. Yeah, absolutely.
0: And in your opinion, what are the main challenges most people face in pursuit of personal development?
1: I think it's discipline and how much you are prepared to give up in the process of Uh, That development, as we all know, when we set out to start or achieve something in life, there are always going to be some obstacles on the way. So the main challenge is how to deal with them in order to get where you want to be in terms of your personal uh, development, whatever that is. For example, if your obstacle is time, then the most trivial example would be, do you decide to go to the beach or work on your goals and dreams? Or do you watch TV or work on your goals and dreams or business, if that's what your personal goal is? In other words, how do you spend your time and how committed are you? That's so true. I often find myself having
0: to battle between like working on something like self-reflection versus just going out and meeting friends for a fun night out, which sometimes Mm -hmm. time is everything and time is so scarce and um, you really need to have the discipline to sit yourself down and work on
1: it. Um. Yeah, that's true. I think we all uh, have those moments and so myself included. <laughs> I can relate to that. But I, ge- I guess it's just coming back to your why, why you started it, why you want to be where you want to be. And I think that really helps to break these barriers and just get you into the right mindset but sometimes of course you know once a week you need to help yourself you know some time to relax and just do whatever you want because otherwise yeah it's easier also having
0: enough self-compassion to give yourself a break sometimes that's true so
1: how would you
0: define clothing
1: uh for me clothing is a way to express myself uh, and how you want to be seen in the world because You can totally dress up the uh, the way you want to be seen or change the perception of others through clothing and what and how you wear it. For example, if you want to be seen more professional or authoritative uh, or powerful, you could wear a suit with clean lines and precise tailoring uh, to exude that feeling of professionalism, authority and power sometimes. And vice versa, if you want to be seen more friendly and approachable, you could wear a more casual outfit, uh, like a pair of jeans and t-shirt, like a gal next door, like Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> and how is the way that we tr- choose to dress
0: connected to our personal development?
1: Well, again, using my previous example of dressing to change and perception of others through your clothing and the way you dress up, you could totally connect uh, the way you dress to your personal development goals. For example, if your personal development goal is to be seen more professional in your field, whatever that may be, you need to talk the same language close wise too. Uh, if you are in a corporate or strictly business formal environment, uh, for example, a pierced nose uh, and a scruffy outfit won't give you an impression of a highly professional individual compared to a suit that shows your professionalism and signals that you mean business. And this alone can make you feel more confident about yourself. And also formal um, formal attire helps you to focus as well. And it doesn't have to be suited suit all the time, tailored separates uh, as an alternative can also work. In short, anything that exudes feeling of efficiency, professionalism, and skill, because sharpness and precision that people could notice in your outfit are highly seeked qualities in those environments. You know, if we are talking about corporate or business formal um, environment. And clothing can quickly communicate this nonverbal message. But at the same time, a suit and precise tailoring might not work in the creative industry uh, or environment as a different set of skills is valued there, such as creativity, innovation, and imagination. Hence, if the same is reflected in your clothing, uh, such as a creative outfit display, it will communicate to people that you are on the same page and talk the same language. In short, you can relate to one another. So you can see how clothing can bridge that gap and make an instant impression and potentially achieve the instant impact without even saying a word. And it is a very effective strategy during the interview process. So what I'm
0: hearing is that what we wear can represents what we want to put out there about ourselves, but how does what we wear on a day-to-day basis affect our mood and our confidence?
1: Clothing directly affects our mood, self-esteem, and confidence, and because often we dress without thinking, and we can't imagine that our clothes could have an influence on our thoughts. But in fact, psychologists have confirmed that the way we dress not only have an impact on how we are perceived by others, but also how we perceive ourselves too, and Um, So our self-esteem and confidence are intrinsically linked to what we wear. And research shown that 89% of women said that their confidence improved dramatically by wearing a flattering outfit and the one that they feel good in. And studies also revealed that our mood can be affected depending on what we wear. And it was found that often buggy clothes or big sweatshirts are related to depression. Um, and while dresses and jewelry are more associated with a happy and positive state of mind. So in short, a well put together outfit doesn't only make us look great, but also can boost our mood, elevate our spirit, our motivation levels, and also improve our performance of tasks and give us a sense of empowerment, self-esteem and confidence and after all confidence is very important in our modern world as it is hard to achieve success without confidence so my motto is very simple dress well look good and feel better i love that motto. that's so well put
0: uh and thank you for all of those really really interesting um insights into research but Do you have any examples of how you've seen clothing transform someone's mood and confidence in your experience as a stylist?
1: Yes, certainly. I see it on uh, the daily basis with my clients because confidence comes from knowledge. So knowledge is power because you can improve both your mood and your confidence at the same time. And in terms of choosing clothing, this knowledge would be is knowing yourself, meaning your, your body, your body shape, your style personality, your natural coloring and what colors to select to enhance it. Because colors also influence how we feel and behave. And once you have this knowledge of what works for you and looks good on you, then choosing clothes and shopping becomes a breeze. And I repeat, it is a breeze because you are so clear what you need. You just stop double guessing yourself and there is no confusion, but only confidence. And obviously you don't get this knowledge overnight uh, or just a, a simple one line answer, but you can get this knowledge in a short time um, Six weeks, for example, I mean, knowing all of these factors that I've just mentioned. And this is exactly what I teach in my online course, uh, in my online style program. In just six weeks, I show how to set yourself up for style success, unlock the power of your personal style and dress for success with confidence. That's amazing. Uh, Have you heard of color seasons? Definitely, yes, and I'd, I'd say that Color Seasons is a very, actually, it's a very old concept and mm-hmm. um, it has been around for quite some time and has also evolved to a more comprehensive and in-depth color system.
0: That, yeah, that's amazing because I saw this concept on TikTok a while ago and there are so many um, differing opinions on it and everyone's trying it out. And I think um, Matt, Pat, a YouTuber, Matthew Patrick, um, he tried debunking it or something like that. But um, to your knowledge, would dressing according to um, our color seasons, if we find out what it is, would it be useful at all in improving our confidence?
1: Yes, you rightly spotted that the system has evolved from traditional four seasons to 12, 16, and uh, even 18 different uh, seasons method. So, to answer your question, yes, the color seasons definitely can play an important role in achieving um, an overall flattering style that can uplift your our mood and confidence. However, we should not focus simply on color in isolation as we need to take into consideration other aspects of personal style such as um, your style personality body shape and other factors so and yes color is an important factor but it is not a primary one and i'll give you an example for example if the colors are chosen right but your style personality and body shapes are totally ignored then you it might result in wearing an outfit that doesn't align with who you are Or it can emphasize any flaws rather than disguising it if you are wearing different uh, or not so flattering styles and cuts for your body shape, for example. And therefore, it doesn't matter if it is in the right color as overall it will take away from the outfit and your own and the overall look. So hope it makes sense.
0: Yeah, it (laughs) 100% makes sense. uh, I'm just relating this to myself. My favorite color on myself is a cobalt blue or like a really saturated deep blue uh i just think that's what looks best for me but i don't think that bodycon looks good on me at all so if i were to wear like a body like a blue bodycon dress while the color looks good on me i would not feel comfortable in that um silhouette
1: at all yeah and it would completely ruined my day yeah so i totally agree because i uh, so what i teach in my course for example like firstly we need to focus on your style personality then body shape and then color comes third you know some say it's second so for me it's third because again style personality you know if you um uh, i don't know what your style personality is i can gauge but anyway say for example you dress in a different style personality like um, I don't know, boho probably wouldn't be your style, right? Mm-hmm. So if you wear this, it's, less, it's like you're not going to feel comfortable, you know, even if it's in your right color. And then the body shape is the second aspect of it. So as I said, so but if you get the, other, the first two style personality and body shape right, and then the color is, you know, not so great, but you can get away with it because people mm-hmm. are going to compliment you. It's like, oh, look at this shape, you know, look at this. It's just so you. Yeah. And so- again... And again, sorry. everyone can wear color. So you can. You just need to identify which shade of color is right for you. Because so, what you wear... Sorry. Sorry. Um, no, you continue. Because what you wear needs to complement your physical features, such as your hair color, your skin tone, your eye color as well. And when you wear the right color for your physical characteristic, it will lighten your features and it will brighten your overall look. And vice versa, dull. Um, if you if you wear the color uh, which is not so flattering on you, you will have you will have a dull look on your face, dark circles under your eyes. You might even look tired and sometimes even look older. So this is how um, important color is, is as a part of the overall personal style. Uh, factors to be taken into consideration.
0: So you mentioned before that you could probably gauge what my style is. Could you do that?
1: <laughs> well, look, I can just see you only from you know uh, <laughs> your waist up and um, it, it's hard to 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 tell without just looking at your pictures and your images but um, I'd say it's more casual it's definitely casual um you do tend to have tendency to wear a lot of black (laughs) and by the way black suits you because not everyone can wear black for example black is not my best color and when you wear black if it's not your best color you can still wear it but you just need to make sure that you wear it further away from your face because a light reflects upwards and then so that if I wear black very close to my face it can cast these dark shadows on my face, I can uh, appear tired and all that etc etc. So uh, but here are my five quick tips and easy tips to check if the color is right for you and your skin tone and you can do it at home or whether you um, you can do it when you are shopping. So the first you take a piece of clothing and hold it right up next to your face it could be a top for example yes so uh right next to your face preferably underneath your chin so that the light reflects upwards and you will know if the color is right when your eye color is enhanced when your face lit up and appear brighter when your skin appears very smooth or smoother when any lines or um, wrinkles blemishes are minimized you look generally fresher and younger and most importantly you notice you more than the color because if you wear the wrong color first giveaway is that you can see more color and then you sometimes have you seen uh, somebody like a friend of yours they they come in you say wow what a great color and you don't see them so they're secondary Mm -hmm. so that is the indication but if the color complements you then you will see the whole appearance is gonna uh, feel brighter and lighter and you'll just shine and glow that's amazing yeah
0: yeah um by the way it's a a bit of a sidetrack but i really like your blue top with your orange nails and blue and orange aren't typically colors that i tend to put together but they look so good on you especially this blue um yeah but i digress so
1: you mentioned thank you so much can i just say something as well so if you like cold uh blue so i think you're sitting more on the cooler side of palette I mean it's hard to say from 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 the camera because of the lighting etc so you would also um, can complement it with the red nail polish for example for you it would be deeper red maybe Mm -hmm. um, to go with the cobalt um, color because these are complementary colors actually Mm -hmm. so they are sitting um, on the opposite side of the color wheel and that's why they work together
0: Yeah, um, that's a great tip. I'll definitely try that. Uh, I haven't, I've been told that red is a really good color on me. I personally don't see it because I despise red. I don't like red. I only like red maybe in maroon or like a rust because bright red kind of, scares me a bit it overwhelms me that um, but that's a personal thing apparently bright red looks good to me and I still will not wear it uh, but I don't mind red nail polish and I think actually come to think of it like I'm picturing it in my head right now and it does look good uh, you're so right this is why you're the professional <laughs> uh, you did mention before that colors aren't the only thing that we should be looking out for when it comes to um, dressing ourselves. So, what are some elementary fashion rules or guidelines that um, you can divulge to us to, you know, make ourselves feel a bit more comfortable in our clothing choices?
1: Well, so um, yeah, as I said, uh, as I said already, that first, what 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 I would look with any of my clients, we would look at their personal style in terms of what style personality they have, and um, there could be so there are generally five different style personalities that I uh, differentiate. There could be lots of different um, variations of them, but generally it is classic, creative, uh, casual, and trendy and romantic and then so you need to know which category you actually fit in and so in my course so i actually work i have lots of exercises to work out what style personality you fit in because as i mentioned that uh, if you don't um, dress according to your style personality you're not gonna ever feel comfortable in what you wear but when you are uh, dressing according to your style, personality, you know, you your style, your personal style shines, you blossom and you are uh, being the true version of yourself, which is what I think effectively we are all trying to be, you know, we want to be feeling comfortable in our skin and we don't want to be pre- pretending who, you know, to be somebody else. Because if you are reflecting what you are, then this is... Um, I think the most um, intuitive way to be, and so we look at this style personality. Then, so this is one aspect. Then the body shape are very important as well. I cannot emphasize how important it is, as, as you as you mentioned that you know body con wouldn't look good on you. So, for example, the other shape. Uh, I mean, I haven't seen your body shape, but where, for example, um, um, I am, am an hourglass, um, and. Um, maybe, for example, uh, which body shape doesn't work for me? Actually, sorry, it's not a great example because hourglass can wear most of the body shapes. Um, but say, for example, if I am a pear shape and I wear something that um, a bodycon, for example, where it just actually uh, emphasize my small shoulders, what I need to do, I need to broaden my upper, have to balance it out with my uh, hip area with my lower bottom so this is where how you bring balance in outfit which is another aspect to that again that i teach about it how to bring balance in outfit Once you know your body shape only then you can create balance in whatever you're wearing so you need to know this starting point Um, because lots of people sometimes contact me and say, Oh, I want to go shopping. Like, let's just do personal shopping. And I said, okay, so are you, do you know what body shape you are? And then they tell me body shape. And then when I come for the wardrobe detox and they're totally different body shape. And I said, look, there's no point doing it Mm -hmm. even they go shopping by themselves. They just keep buying the wrong thing over and over Mm -hmm. again. And I think this is where, why the knowledge is very important. So you know what you're working with. And then once you know what you're working with, you can just dress it up you know to your advantage and then look fantastic and nobody will even know what body shape you are because um of course we cannot choose what body shape we are all born with and then what you're doing and style it's like architecture you you work with the proportions to make the best of what you've got and every body shape is is, is beautiful look at beyond um, hair very um very pronounced pair and kim kardashian but they dr- the way they dress you would never think that they are pairs yeah mm-hmm. they balance the outfits uh, and um so yeah you can rock any body shape as long as you know how to style it correctly and then so yeah the third then it goes colors and then you know we as well uh looking at your wardrobe how it's organized um do you have everything so you could see your clothes um, um straight away and then how you declutter your water how you actually um set it up in the way that you can wear multiple outfits on the repeat over and over again how you create capsule water so basically all of these are elements of personal style and you can't really just take one and then ignore the other one so they all work together uh and um yeah so once you look at it uh a holistic approach and you have a knowledge of all of this, then the style uh, and shopping for yourself becomes actually a very enjoyable experience. And this is what my clients usually tell me. They said, wow, I cannot believe how much you've bought and then I can wait for the whole year and now I'm confident to make decisions on my own. And that's what I empower people uh, to do, to be their own stylist. Because once you learn it, you have this knowledge for life. Mm -hmm. You don't need me as such (laughs) anymore. I mean, of course, you know, you're very welcome to to (laughs) any advice. But what I want to do is to empower women to be their most confident, stylish and successful and powerful version of themselves through style and have that in their life forever, not just for one shopping trip, forever. Yeah, that's uh, that's a great
0: sentiment to have and to promote. Um, But I suppose a lot of people don't really know how to pinpoint what their body shape is, so do you have any tips on how to narrow it down or to figure that out? Because it sounds like a lot of people tend to misdiagnose, if you will, their body shape.
1: Yeah, true. This is actually a very common problem because as I said, I almost um, always ask my question, what body shape you think you are? And then they say I'm X and then I come in just totally different. So mm-hmm. hence that leads to making lots of shopping mistakes and buying clothes that is not right for you. Um, and hence, you know, they're not dis- they're dissatisfied with their style. So the common guidelines, um, are, actually I came up with my... <laughs> Uh, certain template to that is so bulletproof that anyone can do it at home. Wow, amazing. Um, uh, like literally, you can actually see it in front of you and you can click say, "Like this is body shape. This is, this is the body shape that I am. Um, but obviously I can't show it here. Uh, again, it's a, it's a part of the teaching that I do. But general guidelines for hourglass. The most coveted body shape, easy. You, you, we all know our glass uh, clock, yes. So it's you know shaped like Mm -hmm. like this clock. Um, it it, uh, triangle shape. Sometimes it's called pear shape. You know, so you tend tend to have narrow shoulders and wider hip line and inverted triangle, vice versa. If you turn it upside down, so you have broad shoulders and very narrow hips and lower bottom area. Uh, oval <clears throat> is somebody who tend to carry the weight mostly around their stomach, and but they have got great legs to die for, better legs than any <laughs> other body, body shape almost. But they tend to be a bit heavy around their midsection, and hence you know you have to have certain techniques to walk around it and to create that hourglass Uh, budget shape um, silhouette uh, which is most which looks most um you know flattering on all women and also the last body shape is a rectangle or sometimes the, you know if you talk about fruits it's called banana so it's basically a straight line not much definition around your waistline and uh, i call it a model a runway model body shape so they're the lucky people you can throw anything on them so you don't <laughs> need to think much all they need to do is emphasize waist because they don't they actually lack waste um, and um, yeah, so if you look at Kate Moss, for example, so she is a very um, strong rect- uh, rectangle uh, body shape. So I think I have I uh, said most of them. Yeah, so this is this are these are the five. So these are the main guidelines. Fantastic! But Thank again, you so much. Yeah, for bringing us uh, through that. But again, so uh, just to add to this, that so some people think they look at themselves in the mirror and they don't quite see that they have, um, for example. Um, narrow shoulders or broader shoulders, they just think that's okay. So that's why uh, I actually um, heard it so much. I said, okay, I need to design something. I don't think anyone has it uh, that actually to help people to um, uh, have a certain template which actually tells them. So you put the measurements in there and you can can see what body shape you are. So I actually uh, tell clients what now you can see what shape is, tell me what body shape you are, and they actually tell me. And then that sticks in their memory. So they never ever have any questions what you are. But so this is just some some simple tool.
0: Thank you so much for bringing us through that. Uh, now we're going to the practice slash habit section. And this is where I'll ask you a bit about the daily application of what you've just shared with us. Um, so what is something that you do to improve your confidence and mood through clothing, on a regular basis?
1: Well, um, for me actually, and I think this, uh, advice would work for everyone and they can implement straight away. So this practice, um, that I've, um, done for like lots of years, (laughs) but not necessarily I started with that. So I came to it. Um, so it's planning my outfits and accessories in advance. It definitely gives me confidence that whatever I wear will work for the occasions or place that I'm about to visit. And dressing well and looking my best does make me feel uh, better and happy. And after all, this is how I express my individuality through the clothing and style. And that is why I take some time to plan my outfits. And I like to have a couple of options ready so I can choose according to my mood and the weather. And it is specifically very handy to to have, um, especially in the mornings when you're running out of time, you're rushing around, and then you just about to get out the door and your outfit doesn't work so when you have a couple of options ready for you to uh, just put it on so you save so much time um, and plus it eliminates any unnecessary stress uh, and rush and by the way all stylish women plan their outfits even if they say they just throw things together this is because they planned it first and then of course it is easy to throw things together so so you know now the secret to a well-thought-through outfit. Yeah, and I suppose it doesn't have
0: to be a different outfit all the time. It can be something that you planned in advance for a specific type of occasion or a, spef- a specific event, a type of event or specific type of activity. For example, going to the market, like casual things. So like <laughs> The category of casual things that you're doing for a casual day, um, a certain like repertoire of outfits can be used for that specific kind of day. So it doesn't have to change all the time and you really are planning it in advance. uh, And then you don't have to think about it like every single week. You can kind of just reuse that throughout the year um, and go through it. But are there any challenges in during this practice?
1: Yes, I guess uh, the challenge is um, consistency as if it is not done regularly, you might experience being late because you run out of time, uh, having a bad mood early in the morning because you can't find things that are working with whatever your tops or bottoms. And uh, it it may result and not a great outfit and perhaps other things not going um, to plan during the day. So in short, it can affect your whole day. So I think that's the, the challenge is consistency to be doing it regularly. Uh, well, I mean, as much as you need. Uh, if you stay at home, obviously you don't have to do it that regularly. Uh, but um, yeah, hope that answers the question. Yeah, it does. Um, and how often do
0: you refresh this or plan your outfits in advance?
1: um well i do it uh, ideally to do it daily uh or at least when you know that you need to look presentable um and again so if you mentioned um as you mentioned for casual outfits yes you uh for example can have a pair of jeans but you have three tops to go with it so you practically you rock in the same outfit you're just changing your tops and one you change your top, it already looks different. And then if you add a different accessory, it already looks different. You could add a belt, a, a bag, or a glasses, or a, a hat, or a cap that you might wear with it. So you can alter the looks through playing uh, with accessories and, again, using different color tops, um, but still have the same base, for example, your jeans, whether it's your jeans or, you know, your skirt, whatever it might be.
0: Yeah, that's great advice. Um, Thank you for sharing that with us. Now we'll move on to questions from the audience. Uh, Our first question is, some of my friends have this lucky outfit that they would wear to a job interview or a date to make sure that it all goes well. Can you explain the psychological basis behind this phenomenon?
1: well my only explanation to this would be is that they found their signature look that they feel comfortable with because it works with um their body shape it suits their style personality and it has flattering color and that is why they feel so confident that they can actually feel like they can conquer the world and I think this is the this is the recipe to uh, style success. To find what it is makes you happy, uh, what is your signature piece as well? For example, you know, if they feel lucky, for example, for the interview, they might wear a certain blazer. And why is it? As, as I said um, earlier, because you this look may exude professionalism, because you instantly feel like well put together, you have this sharp shoulder silhouette, you feel uh, skilled and highly, um, um, highly achieving individual. So hence you are, because this inner feeling, it reflects on your outside and then people get this vibe from you, the energy. And that's why things work, you know, you get the job or you go on the date, you wear this pretty dress, you know, it's perfect color for you, perfect length, you know, hugs your Curves, um, not being too tight, and uh, it just works. And then you feel confident. You come across confident, and um, and then everything else pr- flows from there. And as as I mentioned, that you know what you dress uh, when you get your outfit ready. It could be similar um, uh, scenario. You you feel confident, and then your day flows. And then if if your morning is not starting <laughs> on the right foot, then the whole day can go. Um, a pear shape so as they say win the morning win the day
0: (laughs) that's really good quote um it's kind of like manifesting um and dressing the part really are there specific rituals or practices related to clothing selection that can set a positive tone for the day and contribute to the positive feelings too
1: well, just that technique, planning an outfit, that could definitely contribute to it. Um, as um, as I said, so you're planning, uh, you're planning your outfit, and you're starting your day on the right foot. The other um, tip would be to wear color because color. Um, instantly can uplift your mood and confidence as well. And it doesn't mean that you have to drench yourself in color. For example, if you're not comfortable wearing uh, too much color, or like red, for example, yeah, you can in- inject this color in terms of accessories, like uh, maybe a red bag, because say, for example, if your outfit, overall outfit is black, to have this color injection through a red bag can instantly break that black of the outfit and you can look fresh and this is going to be your focal point your focus point point. and people are going to compliment you on the bag, and say, so, oh, wow look at you this great bag or it could be a nail polish as, as we already talked about and um, it could be any other accessories that you might think of um, so, so try injecting color to uplift your mood and uh, improve your confidence
0: That's some really great advice. Uh, Thank you so much for answering those questions. I hope our audience is satisfied with that. Um, Now we're moving on to the open mic section and this is your opportunity to to talk about anything that you're passionate about and it doesn't have to be related to the topic, so take it away. Natalia, the floor is yours.
1: (laughs) Well, all I'm passionate about is style and empowering uh, women, uh, but that's what i the other aspects i guess i'm passionate about is about self education and self-discovery um as i said you know my journey about this started from the way ba- from the day that i read this book the secret and i think there is so much untapped power Um, in um, what is around us and how we're actually using our brain, our mindset. I think mindset is very important and especially as well when it comes to style and in all other areas. And that's why I'm so big on self education and self-discovery. I love reading any books, listening to any podcasts that tap into this area because you can always learn something uh, new. And I love learning on a daily basis as I think uh, you can only become... Um, better and better every day and this process doesn't stop so as your personal development it doesn't stop um, once you learn something because there is always new techniques uh, coming up and and new things to discover about yourself so I think this is what challenges me the most to discover what else can I do what how else I can impact people around me and help others uh, effectively and myself too
0: yeah, I agree with you there. The pursuit of knowledge is very exciting and riveting. And um, it's very different as an adult compared to what your taught education is when you're in high school, for example. Um, but you learn more things than you think you do every single day. And that's great. Uh, so, if our listeners want to find out more about you and what you do, where can they go?
1: Well, you can always join me on LinkedIn uh, as Natalia Makri styling you, um, uh, Instagram and Facebook platforms and also uh, put your contact details um, on the early bird waiting list um, as I'm about to launch that course that I've just mentioned um, as uh, you can avail of the massive discount of 85% for the first only for the first 10 early birds that can register Uh, as i offer it only once um, because there is a great amount of knowledge for somebody who is interested in taking care uh taking control of their personal style so um, yeah so these are my details you can find me on any of these platforms uh, and you can just um, come by to my website styleandyou.com, and contact me via contact page uh, whether you have some style question or an inquiry or if you just want to register for the course Amazing. so yes um, yeah.
0: we'll link all of that in the show notes um, if you are looking to explore your personal style a little bit more i implore you to visit natalia's website style and youcom i've had a look through myself and her blog is chock full of useful content for people who want to improve on their personal styles so we'll link that in our show notes and you can have a look for yourself uh thank you so much natalia for joining us today Uh, and thank you everyone for tuning in and we'll catch you in the next episode You've been listening to the Self-Improvement Atlas, the Personal Science Insights Podcast produced by LMSL, the Life Management Science Labs. For more episodes like this from 10 different life management perspectives, search LMSL on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts so you can get updated on everything we have to offer. We have a wide range of topics readily available for you to check out. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider rating our show, sharing it, and subscribing to our channel as it helps us grow and bring you more quality resources. More of our work can be found on our website at pe.lmsl.net where you can join our movement. I'm Marie Stella. Thanks for tuning in.